Welcome to The Raise Podcast. I'm Carol Barwick. We're here to raise your confidence and inspire your creativity. Each episode, we will have a different guest who will be discussing our Raise Word. The Raise Word is a word that will encourage you or empower you and at times inspire you to explore the word a little more for yourself. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Raise podcast. My name is Carol Barwick, and today we're going to be talking to an amazing lady. Now, let me just tell you some of the things that she has done, and then I will tell you the word that we're going to uh, look at, and you can see how this correlates. So she's uh, run her own business. She uh, set up her first business with support from the Prince's Trust. She set up Relax Kids. She's authored 20 books um, and created an award-winning system for teaching relaxation classes to children. But Marnetta Viegas is going to talk to us today about the word relax. (laughs) Good morning, Marnetta. Good morning, Carol. Lovely to be here. Thank you. You are welcome. Marnetta, that sounds anything but relaxing I have to say you are a busy busy lady doing amazing things important things um but before we dive into all of that what does the word relax mean to you Mm, relax means sitting being quiet in a beautiful place or not the beautiful place is an addition it's it makes it easier to um, relax, but just relaxing the mind, letting everything go, and just being here now in the present. So yeah, sometimes being by a lake by a lake or in the garden can be lovely and help that relax. But you can also be in a beautiful setting, but in be in the most unrelaxed state. So it all comes from that inner relax. Yeah. Moneta, can I tell you, just listening to your voice is relaxing. <laughs> I was just listening to you. I was going to that beautiful place and I was thinking, I'm not sure I want to talk again. <laughs> I, <think laughs> I just want to be still. Yeah. How beautiful. Um, yeah. And I love the way that you you said, you know, we can be in a beautiful place and not feel relaxed. And then you can feel relaxed and not particularly be in a beautiful place. It's um, it's a a mind um, moment, isn't it? It's something that is kind of a bit ethereal and goes outside of, well, these are the circumstances. Therefore, this is definitely how I'm going to be responding to it yeah and I think it's um this is a a real trick in life if we can get this trick to be in a situation or a place where maybe we're not it's not the most relaxing um there are things that are quite triggering and being able to let it go and just accept and be in this moment and then we can I think we can be happier because 
you know, there are situations and you think, like sometimes I'll sit in the garden and it's so beautiful. And I think, oh, that, if only that tree wasn't in the way of the sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you think, no, you can't knock it down down a tree to make your life better you just have to accept that that tree is there and you know or that person is there saying that thing and you just have to relax let it go and just be <laughs> I love that actually I thought you were going to come from a different place I thought you were going to say that you're trying to relax but then you see things that need doing so you keep bouncing up and down doing them but actually what you said is much more profound that actually it's about sitting on your hands and saying, well, no, I'm going to accept that that is how it is. And again, getting into that mind moment of saying, no, this is about me changing how I feel rather than trying to, because you, you can't move a tree on your own, can you? You can't change a person's no. mind. <laughs> no, you can't. It's almost like you can't, move the laws of nature you can't life is as it is we can't you know sometimes I know I've caught myself going to a, a restaurant not getting the table I wanted or a cafe and oh but I wanted the one by the table I wanted it all to be perfectly perfect so yeah. does that mean I can't be in a relaxed state because and enjoy that cup of tea because I'm not in the perfect setting and those people over there are by the fire or got the best view you know we're always trying to get to to create life and, and control I guess yeah. it's about letting go of the control yeah so would you say that gratitude plays a part in relaxation 100% that's what I was going to go on to say yeah. because it's like okay so I can sit in the, in the garden and the sunset's going down but I can't see the sunset because there's a big tree in in the way yeah. and so I could go okay but I have a garden there yeah. look at that beautiful tree you know I am alive I have I have a space where I am outside in nature maybe it's not the most amazing garden and the most amazing space but it is what I have so yes absolutely being grateful for for what we have so if it is a coffee shop well at least I'm able to have time have the finances have the legs have everything I I have to be able to go to that coffee shop because some people can could not do that so yeah absolutely gratitude and yeah. letting go yeah 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 the thing about gratitude is uh, it can be quite difficult can't it um uh, as you know I've got long covid and um i'm really having to work on gratitude and um and by the same token relaxation um what i'm finding is that um my fight or flight response has gone nuts so uh, it, you know everything is a potential um you know obstacle or problem um which it never used to be before and so i am having to work daily hourly at relaxing and kind of just trying to calm calm myself down I'm really aware that um you know everything is a potential problem which it, it doesn't need to be and that gratitude kind of helps because you're looking at things saying well no 
just be grateful for these circumstances and maybe I'm going to learn things and things like that. Um, Moneta, tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, firstly, to Relax Kids and then a little bit through Relax Kids. Um, yeah, so I wasn't involved in children's education, but I uh, started practicing meditation as a child when I was 12. And then as a teenager, I was a performer uh, and I went on to study a degree in performing arts and came out wanting to be a children's entertainer, um, no, TV presenter. Okay. Um, went for lots of interviews and then I just wasn't the right look. Um, I wasn't blonde enough, thin enough, um, white enough at the time. Oh, it would be great now. This <laughs> yeah. <time. laughs> um, but uh, at that time in the 90s, that was the thing. Yeah. And um, because I didn't look like, like Fern Britain and all those um, t uh, present presenters, I just thought, I don't want to have a life of constant rejection. Yeah. So I'm just going to temporarily set up um a children's entertainment business so I became a clown for 10 years and yeah and over the years I noticed a change in children's behavior in that they couldn't sit still and listen to my show and I was sure my show was not getting worse and I thought mm, need to do something so I started bringing in visualization meditation relaxation into the parties and wow. the, the mothers initially were just like oh wow this is yeah. interesting yeah. And they're listening, they're relaxed. And parents really valued the fact that my style was I didn't whip children into a frenzy yeah. um, and, you know, mixed with the sugar and the shouting and and they go home fractious and tired and, and just upset really yeah. because the yeah, nervous yeah. system is yeah. on a high I they would leave they would be eating out of my hand whether from the the theat theatricals or the relaxation and just like lovely and quiet and they just the parents loved it and um and then I thought oh I think there's something in this I'm going to start teaching relaxation to children yeah. so I've got some children to my flat friends of children charged them a pound or two I think it was a pound um started developing um breathing exercise because I was a singer um so breathing exercises from you know the diaphragmatic breathing all things I picked up <laughs> dance yeah. and, and drama and and then I also wrote lots of meditations now I wanted to find a way to help children feel that re relaxing meditating is an okay thing to do because it was very strange 22 yeah. years ago it wasn't a thing it is now yes so I um came up with the idea of turning all the fairy stories into relaxations and it worked with all the fairy stories they flew on Aladdin's magic carpet swimming in the ocean like the little mermaid etc the only one that didn't work was little red riding hood because the wolf was always round the corner so <laughs> that's definitely not relaxing no it's not so we're and going for a nice walk through the wood at any minute you might get eaten but yeah. try and relax <laughs> absolutely so definitely not that one and then I had these meditations written and and a friend said, oh, let's just type them up and type them up, sent them off to a publisher and then they got published. So and that started a whole string of books. And then alongside the books and audios, my mother actually gave me 45,000 pounds 
Wow. She was leaving the country um, to, uh, she's, I have an English mother and an Indian father. She was leaving the country to go and live in India. So I had my inheritance early. Um, she sold her house and I used that money to, she wanted me to have a, it was a, for a deposit for a flat in London. And I said, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna make CDs for children. And that was the beginning. Uh, so it was a big risk. I don't know yeah. what I thought I was doing, but I had no idea I was really setting up a company. It just sort of like, I followed the flow. I relaxed yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness, there's so much to unpack. First of all, the fact that you were a clown for 10 years absolutely sings to me. Because when I was nine, um, my mum was in a psychiatric unit. And one of the things that I chose to do was clowning classes. Oh. So as a kid... I did clowning classes and um, I loved it because it was just, it's freeing, isn't it? You can just have fun and be free. Don't get me wrong. I think there are a lot of very um, serious um, issues that go along with being a clown. I mean, if we, I, I've not actually personally seen the film Joker, but I know that there's a lot of trauma in in kind of his backstory and the idea of clowning is just that freedom of it's being isn't it? it's really being oh I fell over great what can we do to yeah. bring that about so firstly that um Patch Adams have you seen the film Patch yes. Adams I thought you would have done uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um that was resonating with me and again that idea of um for those um, people listening that don't know Patch Adams um, was um, a, a clown, but he was a very humorous person and he went into hospitals to just bring joy to the people in hospital and kind of bring about this, this freedom. Um, and it was Robin Williams, wasn't it, yeah. that did Patch Adams? Um, who, 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 interestingly, Robin Williams, you know, talking about the darker side of clowning, yeah. um, he is the archetype, he's the, probably the clown archetype in that he, his out, exterior persona was very joyful yeah. and made yeah. love, but inside there was that inner struggle, which yeah. is, I think, what you were alluding to. And I think, was it, is it Joseph Trimaldi? He was the first clown, and I think there's, I have got his book somewhere, and that is the thing. Think about Charlie Chaplin too. Mm. All these clowns, they have a very, there's a dark, sad story behind it. Yeah. But, but you know, that ability to still bring laughter and life to and joy to others. Yeah. Um, no matter how much pain, you know, it's, it's, it's yes. beautiful, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you exude it. So oh. sadly, this is an audio podcast. So um, people won't see you and I actually talking this time. And it, it, it's one of those times where um, I, I wish we were because you exude joy. So then I just want to backtrack and go back to the idea of a relaxing children's party. You must have raked it in, surely, like saying, come to a party and watch your children be chilled and happy <laughs> and go home feeling chilled, <laughs> not crazy. I mean, my goodness. Well, yeah, I mean, how I didn't start like that. I at my first clown um, gig, um, 
I tried to do the funny, silly thing and it didn't work. Yeah. I remember taking the money and the mother just looking at me and I felt awful. And then on the tube to the next one, I thought I need to do something different. And so I created a story in my head and then it was like a ma- it had a flow and it was magical and, and that's what I did. And then that story developed over the 10 years and I pretty much did the same thing. But in terms of the relaxing, it wasn't, that I advertised myself as the it was a magical netty so it was all very magical yeah, yeah, yeah. and um it was more that it was all word of mouth yeah they would just tell their friends yeah so that's how it worked yeah, yeah. well it was you wasn't it yeah so yes. you you didn't have to and actually Manata if you'd put um I do relaxing children's parties wouldn't appeal wouldn't yeah. appeal people but it was you so you just were yourself um and also I just I want to backtrack even further and say thank god that you um were yourself and didn't fit into the ridiculous mold that there were around BBC presenters and things like that because I think the world will be a better place for you having to create this amazing thing that you have um so again in terms of gratitude um I think that's that's wonderful. It's um, hard at the time, very hard at the time, and rejection is not fun ever. But wow, yeah. Um, and I love the idea of all the fairy stories and using relaxation through that. I think that's absolutely beautiful. And um, before we go on any further, you talked about um, kind of doing the performing arts and the creating side of it. Um, I know that you have um, a very beautiful poem about being kind. So I wonder if this is a good time to share that as we're talking about it, and then we'll get more into the nitty gritty of relax. So I wrote this poem uh, 2015-16 when I went back to university to do a second degree writing for theatre and TV. Um, So going back to the TV and we had to learn how to do spoken word. So it's a spoken word poem. So I'm quite rusty, but let's see how it goes. It's called Be Kind. Be kind to each person that you meet. Be kind to one another on the street, each fighting their own battle, the tittle-tattle, internal rattle, the never-ending clatter of things that just don't matter. Unflattering chatter, chattering grey matter with mindless natter. Oh yes, please, I beg of you, be kind. Be kind to the woman who cuts you up on your way to work. Be kind to the woman who cuts you off in a meeting. Be kind to the woman who cuts up your conversation during lunch. Be kind to the woman who cuts into you when you're going home. Her mind is a million miles away, sunk in her day, her yesterday. Her thoughts are racing, no hesitating. Be kind to each woman that you meet. You have no idea what goes on. Her internal monologue, no, no, duologue, no, flash mob. Yes, flash mob of voices resounding in her head, joining forces, crowding, hoarding, and taking over any sense of logic, but filling her with sense of doubt, self-hatred, and low worth. A great big dirty careless van with a reckless driver crashing through her mind, destroying any good 
be kind to the girl before you hurl your abuse with your eyes at the size of her thighs, judging her eating her pies and her fries. Be kind because she is unable to be kind to herself. The virus of self-abuse festering, vegetating, transmuting, generating as hatred is mutilating. A virus more virulent, more virulent, a virus more dangerous than Ebola, more virulent than SARS and Corona, unaided and a virus multiplies fast, contaminating, generating hate. A hate so strong, yes, I'll repeat that for you, mate. A hate so strong, hatred turning on its host, internal bloodshed, all within her head. So be kind, be kind, for this woman's child within is crying for a lack of care. The child who managed to survive from being deprived, this poor child lived without attention, affection and affirmation. Be kind to her, be kind to her, please be kind to her, for she is inside you. Do you see? Be kind to her. Wow. Again, the listeners won't know that I needed to listen to that with my eyes closed. Those pictures. Moneta, my goodness, what a painting. And so important, so important. I think people think that being kind is a wishy-washy, throwaway, kind of the last thing that you do if you want to kind of make a bit of an impact. It's not, is it? It's a life-changing, no, life-changing Absolutely. Um, I heard a podcast and someone said it, they'd heard it from someone else, from Tara Brach, saying, just step off your path each day to be kind to someone else. So, you know, we can just be on our path and going each way, be kind to someone else. Oh my goodness, I hope you're feeling as relaxed as I am right now. If you're enjoying listening to the podcast, then please share it with your friends and don't forget to go on your music platform and give us a five-star rating so we know that we're doing all that we can to serve you, our listeners. Back to the episode. Manetta, we were just talking um, about kindness. How important do you think the role of kindness is in relaxation, in helping somebody else um, to relax because when you were reading uh, the poem that we just heard before the advert um, there's there's a lot of unkindness in that it, it, you know that that inner child seems to have um, dealt with and and um, you always bring the poem back to that relaxing kind of feel but in that craziness I love the idea of that white van and running through her head how important do you think kindness is in helping people relax? Absolutely. Well, there, there is a whole new wave of mindfulness, mi- mindfulness, which is compassionate 
mindfulness. Yes. So it, it, I haven't studied it myself, but I know compassion and mindfulness and relaxation, it's all so heavily linked. And so you, it's like we do need to have compassion on those parts of us that we don't like, just like going back to that tree that's getting in the way of my sun sunset. Yeah. It's like, you know, there are parts of me that I really wish weren't there, but the more that we fight it, the more we, we're not able to be in that happy place. So the more I'm fighting the tree or fighting my own inner whatever's, so it's just like again it comes back to letting go and just just being and 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 accepting accepting and relaxing into the acceptance yeah relaxing into the acceptance yeah and the thing is that relaxing isn't easy I I don't think we'll probably have different views on that because you've been doing it for so long but I know um that I was actually just talking to a, a mum on the way back from school today and she was saying she'd been um, for a spa evening and it was so stressful before she got there. So stressful trying to plan how she was going to have this lovely relaxing spa evening. And I think um, for so many of us, that is the deal, isn't it? That when you're trying to make time for yourself, and put in a bit of self-care, it can be incredibly stressful trying to work it all out. Um, what's the key? What do you reckon? Um, the key to, yeah, it's sort of like, um, I think we've got this idea of life, of how we want life to be. We want it to be like a spa. Excuse me, that's Ronnie having a little growl. Mm -hmm. Can I just say, this is, again, um, for those people they can't see, Ronnie Barker. How great is that name? If I had a dog, I would call him Ronnie Barker. So that's Ronnie Barker. <laughs> oh, there you go. So that was Ronnie Barker there. Um, and Monetta was just saying that he, he features uh, in your work, which yeah. is great. So maybe, actually, he was trying to get his two pennies worth onto the podcast so I apologize to Ronnie Barker and we know that animals you know your your new cat and and my Ronnie Barker they're so great although Ronnie is very anxious but even with that anxiety that they can relax so well they just know how to live and how to relax and 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 just so going back to you asking what the secret is, mm. I think it is just like not trying. It's it's not pushing, isn't it? And just sort of accepting again, it has yeah, to yeah. come back to, to the accepting. Yeah. And okay, life is stressful. The children are like this. But the more I push against it, the more the less relaxed I'm going to be. So I've just got to... <sighs> almost laugh and just sort of let go and accept and be yeah. yeah going going back to um pets that's what I find with Felix is that he is just so restful and it's so much easier it's like permission to let myself rest because Felix does it and he doesn't care he's not asked me he's not said you know oh goodness me have I got a list of things to do before I can relax he just goes upstairs lies on the bed and um I find that 
I find that really helpful. But um, I also wonder, sorry to interject, no, no, I wonder ahead. if we've got life wrong. Okay. You know, if if life if there should be just more relaxing and just being. Mm. And we're, we've created society in this way that is a constant, it's almost like it's it's bad to relax in that, you know, it's good to be looking busy. Oh, I'm so busy. I've got, this is my to-do yeah. list and yeah. I'm staying in the office and I'm doing all this. I've got a friend who literally, it, it's almost like a, a medal that he yeah. hasn't had any days off last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, we carry that busyness as a medal and and could we not and it, we feel guilty for relaxing yeah you feel oh I should be at the office oh I should I shouldn't really be having this time off but the, the thing is when we are relaxed we we can work so much better and I have always said for many many years the day I truly truly learn to relax is the day relaxed kids funnily enough will will be successful because it's 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 about just letting go and letting it be I have another friend who's so lovely she just she says whatever happens it's fine if if I get the work that's great she's self-employed if I don't get that funding that's absolutely fine and she is in such a relaxed state it's incredible to watch and she's so happy yeah um I uh, about kind of I don't know 10 10 years ago I was doing some youth work and the word whatever was such a big deal all the young people were like you know could you just take your coat off <laughs> whatever however whatever is a beautiful state of mind and that's what Ooh. I believe you're saying with your friend this kind of place of whatever I've actually I, I wrote a song about it about 20 years ago but kind of coming to a place of whatever for whatever he says goes and not looking for alternatives but accepting that he knows that was my kind of coming from my Christian faith but I think whatever is a beautiful yeah, well, place or it's a little bit like a, the modern version of almost like this too shall pass. Yeah. You no, know, this too shall, you know, the great moments and the not so great moments, it will all pass and it's all, and we just have to stay in that state of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, safe to say that over the last two years, um, it's been incredibly difficult to relax not knowing what's going on the uncertainty and watching people becoming ill and then personally becoming ill myself how how do you find um your kind of place of calm what is your kind of core of of calm my number one thing is I never watch the news okay I just don't watch it I haven't um I I got rid of my tv in 1999 and that's when I started that's when I set up my business because it was so distracting because I was just watching Pretty Woman and films and things <laughs> all the time yeah. um and and then and so I've never really been a news reader or watcher um did listen to Radio 4 sometimes but I noticed how it was just making me feel and I didn't feel nice so yeah. I thought I I'm just not going to so all over COVID, I did not watch the news. So because it's not, 
I mean, some people would say it's selfish in a way, but it's not helping me now, knowing the statistics yeah. of what's going up and down or what's going on. And you always will find out if there's something urgent for you to send money to or to help in whatever way, you you get that information through friends. Yeah. But that constant the way that the news is it, it, it's 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 created in such a way to incite our nervous system to a state of hyper vigilance and hyper alertness yeah. so it's just if yeah if we want to be in that state great but it's going to be more difficult to relax yeah that's really interesting yeah, yeah I've, I've heard a lot of people just say that recently that they've just not been able to or or coming off um Facebook or taking certain people off Facebook because it is it's just heightening um the anxiety which I think has been such a big word over the last few years anxiety has um I mean it's gone through the roof hasn't it I mean in terms of mental health do you feel like we're in a position of more awareness because of what's happened over the last few years oh absolutely yeah we've we've definitely there is more there are more mental health issues but also there's more of an awareness there's it's 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 normal now to be able to say i have a mental health issue whereas before you were strange or weird or you know not quite an outcast but maybe in some some respects so um yes most definitely but i don't like the fact that that it is becoming excuse me more and more of an issue yeah absolutely And also the fact that that it this is where my work comes in the fact that it's affecting children so much when I set up relaxed kids it was so funny because parents and teachers literally would say to me children don't need to relax and I remember it was in the daily mail once we had an article and and they were saying do three-year-olds really need to relax this is ridiculous sort of thing Mm. it's so important and now it's become a thing and mindfulness is a thing because our culture our society is is so stressful and people children have become really stressed and anxious and also having the news on when children three and four and five year olds listening to the news what's that doing to their nervous system when they really can't do anything about it yeah yeah um yeah and it's the understanding as well isn't it for for very little ones they don't understand they know that there's something going on i mean the thing is why is it important for um, you know, preschoolers and, and little ones to relax because it impacts the parents. You know, if you look at a, a parent who are, who's in a situation where um, the children are, are struggling with inactivity you know, um, disorder or just find it really difficult to sit down, mm-hmm. it impacts the parents. So if you can get the children in a state of relaxation, it's going to have a ripple effect on the whole family and that's so important we really have had parents come and I I remember a couple one father said you literally have changed my child that child has turned around from it it has just become alive again in in what you've done because it was it was amazing and and just 
parents have been able to have evenings together because they haven't had to take it in turns to get the children to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, life-changing for the whole family. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That is wonderful. Um, Moneta, we're nearly at the end um, of our uh, interview. I want to just um, make sure that you've told us the most recent thing that you're doing. What, what are we, what are you doing right at the moment that we can tap into and find out about? I have just released uh, four new books. Uh, one is the Monster Handbook, which is 14 different monster emotions with lots of tips and lots of ideas. And then Press Here is a lovely one where uh, there are 35 buttons in the body, like a courage button, a peace button, and they can press their different buttons to, to for instant calm, instant wow. peace. And wow. then the Dream Machine is a lovely one where there are 100,000 combinations of meditations um so it's like the adventure books that we had when we were little you go to page 22 for the crystal cave I have done a meditation like that they go through different they choose the color portal they want to go through and then they choose the way they want to fly or whatever so yeah I'm getting that I'm getting that now <laughs> that <laughs> sounds amazing. yeah it's a it's wow. a really lovely book so those are the books that I do and then um my little passion project along the side that's new is my um, Ignite Your Spark Club, uh, igniteyoursparkclub.com, which is my online women's creativity. We, we meet online weekly to be creative and relax together. And then I also do meditation every day, 6.30 in the morning for free on Relax Kids Facebook page. And that's just free for the world, um, just to help people relax different meditation each day for 15 20 minutes that's amazing that's really so uh, everybody um all those details will be in our show notes so people will be able to click and buy um and and relax um i'm getting to the part where i'm going to do um, uh, a poem in a minute and then i wondered after i'd done the poem if you would just take us through a, a really short meditation it seems crazy to have a, a wonderful relaxing person on with a beautiful voice uh, and then and then not use it so instead um, listeners normally we have a a challenge so the challenge will be to just listen um to this meditation and maybe make it um a practice uh of your own but i'm going to do a poem first of all and then we'll just finish off oh i feel so calm <laughs> okay relax backtrack Try not to think about me, just be. That tree in the way of your sunset is a need not yet met. How can you change your mind? Be kind to yourself, to those around you, to those who have looked and have found you. Relax. And just close your eyes and take a moment to be still. And taking a deep breath, breathing in through the nose. And out as slowly and as gently and as kindly as you can. 
Breathing in and breathing out. One more time, breathing in and out. And just becoming aware of your toes softening the toes and feet, calves and shins, knees, back of the legs, softening your stomach, feel your back elongating, letting go of all the tension in your neck and chest, arms and hands dropping and head relax the tongue mouth cheeks jaw eyes eyebrows forehead and brain just relax being here in this moment now, feeling your feet on the floor, breathing, being, accepting this moment now, not trying to change, And in the stillness, seeing if you can find that spark of peace inside. And just say to yourself, I am peaceful. I am peaceful. I am peaceful. Moneta, thank you. Thank you so much. What a beautiful episode and a beautiful person. I could speak to you for a long, long time. Uh, I would imagine that our listeners are curled up somewhere asleep, but if they're still awake and you're listening and you've not been put to sleep by that beautiful voice, please pop onto our show notes and uh, find out all the things that Moneta does. Moneta, thank you so much. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Raise podcast. We hope you feel raised and inspired by this episode. Whilst we're not offering face-to-face classes currently, we are doing online singing lessons where you can have your voice raised as well as your confidence. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website at www.raiseforall.com or find us on social media on either our Facebook or Instagram page. Take care.